Okay, this is just me doing a little podcast on my thing. I had it before my website. I don't know what happened, but it is what it is. That's what you're learning when you're doing automation tech and you don't know anything about it. Enough said. So I'm just putting this out there, guys. I'm just trying to put a little podcast out about, you know, what loving yourself from trauma. And everybody keeps saying you're stuck in the past. Like, no, things keep traumatizing me because I'm sitting here and I'm building websites and building pages and trying to do everything. And next minute, no, I'm not locked out of everything and I didn't do anything. And then I'm all stressed out again, thinking who's hacking me out of everything, and it makes me feel like I'm being terrorized. A lot of people would say, "No, dumb, dumb, you're just you're you don't know automation, and you're 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 not doing it right." Well, I need to understand, and I will never change numbers or phones again. I'll just find ways to lock whoever's getting into me out and to stick with one deal. The thing is, I don't understand it. So when you get somebody that's a senior, you guys need to work with them. In the general sense, and if somebody is hacking me, then it's even crazier because that's scary. And if somebody isn't, then why wouldn't someone help me try to figure this out? Enough said. So that's all I wanted to put out there today. I'm trying to attach this to my website, my WordPress, LisaLovesSouls.life, and I got locked out of it. Now I'm back into it in my new phone, even in my old phone. But I'm trying to set up my anchor with my website, and it keeps saying internal error. It will not do it. When it asks me to set it all up, it keeps saying internal error. I'm, I'm not doing anything but sitting in a store trying to edit it to go to my new phone because my other phone was turned off from Xfinity and it's in the bag at home and this is my T-Mobile and I, I just wanted to change phone services. That was it and I'm going through all this drama. Yeah, this is Lisa Loves. I had my uh, website set up, had it set up also with my Spotify and my everything else. I don't know what happened, but I tried to get it back in there, but I'm not going to fight it and get all worked up. It's all a process. Somewhere along the way, as you go on Facebook or otherwise, I put my email into something, so now I'm learning. I'm not putting my Gmail into anything ever again. It's going to be a bunkmail.com. Lesson learned. You don't know who you're dealing with. Ads could say a lot of things. If they don't have now more than 10,000 followers and they're not well-known, I'm going to go into a website on my check on my total AV and checks websites, and then I go in and check the website out. And then I move on. I'm not putting my Gmail in anything whatsoever. I've learned the hard way. What they need to do with people that are making ads, they need to be certified to find out exactly who they are, where they're at, and take care of everyone. And Teachable is wonderful, known really well. I love Teachable, but some of the courses you're doing and some of the automation is very hard. doesn't make any sense. I got locked out of everything, and every, I've been going now for almost... 45 days to try to get into my account for my yoga they keep going by my old email because they're automated robots I'm like I told you I changed that email they said well we never got to change an email now what's your new email and I gave it to them now the next minute oh, they're saying they didn't see me make a payment then they sent that but oh yeah there it is and now the new person is talking to me says we don't have a card and file I'm like oh my gosh too much automation they just need to get on the phone if they want to do business with people and set up the payment and then have a text or a situation where you can get in touch with each other if there's a situation like you break both of your legs you can't do the course anymore whatever it is you don't have any more money you know if you want to go ahead and tell me I owe it to you one day break it down be a human that's it that's why I don't like automation because things happen to good people and you need to get in touch with them now I'm not not trying to pay for my classes that's silly I'm just trying to change it instead of doing the 500 hour right now I'll do the 200 hour yoga and so I can get it done quicker because that way I get certified quicker that was the only reason I wanted to change it I realized at first I should have just went with the 200 that way I can get going 
and start promoting it and doing it. And I'm doing it for fun and I'm doing it for exercise, this and that. But in order to teach it, you have to be certified. So 500 hours is going to take me a long time. That's the only reason why I'm trying to switch it too is because that way I can get certified into that and the nutrition, same idea, do them both together. And I really love the trapeze. I just got me a trapeze to hook it up. Just got me the little bar to do it. But that takes time too. Everything takes time. And in order for me to promote online, I have to be certified and I have to have some sort of skills. But I got on Teachable last night and I couldn't believe it because if you've got a skill of any kind and you want to put it on Teachable, make it a course, you can do that. And that's what I'm going to do. I don't have to be certified to do certain things. And I know a lot of things. I'm 52 years old. I know how to cook. I know a lot of different things, a lot of different wonderful skills. So that's it. Everything happens for a reason. But it's just automation drives my head crazy. I can't, I can't deal with it. I just want to talk to people. And I want them to help me set it up. And I mean literally help me set it up. And then once it's set up, we do it together. And I make it make sense. And I get it put together. And then once it's put together, then I go forward. And then I learn it. I don't do well with just, you know, blatting stuff at me real quick, moving real quick with the, the mouse, the cursor, whatever you call it, and you're just explaining it to me. A lot of people don't, but once I know something, I work 24-7 doing it because I'm a hard worker. It just takes me a little more time to understand the tech part of everything and the concept of what's going on. It's just, it's a lot to follow. It's pretty fast and I've said, so it is what it is. Some of us are right brain. I'm right brain. Some of us are left brain. Well, tech is left brain. Right is right brain. I'm healer. I'm clairvoyant. I can heal everybody. I can love everybody. I can teach love. I can teach care. I can teach how you should change your mindset. I should love yourself. All these other things. <coughs> but you put me in front of a bunch of tech and say, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know. You lost me at the first blow. I don't know. You got to slow down a little bit here. It is what it is. I'm not mad at anybody. That's why there's people that do that. There's other people that do other things. So, if at anything, I would like to meet somebody or some buddies that would help me with the tech part of stuff, and I could build a business. I don't have a problem with talking to people. I don't have a problem with promoting products. I don't have a problem trying products out, being a affiliate, whatever. But when it comes to the putting everything together and all the automation, I, I, I get upset, and then I get a headache, and then I just say, forget it. It's too much. I can't, I can't concept it. So that's why right brain people pay left brain people to do that part. But I can do anchor. So I'm Lisa Loves and I'm laughing about it because I can't keep beating myself up over it. Nobody else out there should do either, right? We all got to be what we are. And if I'm a little bit, you know, learning challenge because I was my whole life and I never even passed sixth grade math, I don't think I'm tech savvy. It just is what it is. So stop making myself get hurt in my head and, and being upset with myself. Just find the people that can do it that I can trust. So I want to build this business where Lisa loves souls and I want to be a podcast person. I want to build a channel like I am dealing with these other people. And I missed my meeting tonight. I forgot all about it. Like I said, I got short term. It just slipped my mind. And that's the kind of stuff that happens. I get too many things going on and I forget. And it was really important to me. So I'm going to focus on what I do already have invested in. And it's YouTube learning how to build my channel. And then it's also build my podcast. And it's also trying to heal souls out there, make them laugh and not feel so alone after some sort of trauma. The women are out there. And that's why I can't get this stuff. I've had too many TIAs, full-fledged stroke from the stress of trauma of some man that I had that was horrible to me. And I've had nothing but bad experiences with dating world, like really bad. We're not talking about they cheated or they lied. We're talking about horrible to a level of devil. And it's traumatized me and it caused me a lot of duress and it caused a lot of strokes and TIAs. 
and I had epilepsy till I was 14, so I already have that brain damage, hit in the head, 79 staples, all kinds of things have happened. So I'm not going to beat myself up anymore over that tech stuff. I'm just going to reach out to the right people that say, listen, I got that part. You just shine, you just smile, you tell your story, you help your people. So that's why everybody's telling why don't you go get a PhD? And I'll say, I don't know if I could do it. All right? I'm doing with what I have, and I don't want it to just be on disability. I have a lot to teach people. I could do little courses. I could make little online courses. I could teach something I'm good at, but I could maybe help somebody tech-savvy put that other part together that I can trust, and he could, be, he could get a percentage once I get rolling. Or maybe they would just do it as a charity. But the real truth is I want to build a sanctuary for women of trauma. I want them to be able to go somewhere. So if I could have had somewhere to go before all the drama, I would have been able to save my brain from all the stress of survival and insanity. I would have been able to be okay. But it's I can't go back, and I can't put my brain back together. And the only thing that I can do is be a life love coach, healing coach, natural healing, holistic healing, those kind of things, yoga. That's what I'm going to go do because I know I can pass that. That's physical, that's mental meditation, that's right brain. So I love everybody out there. We all have our own gifts. We all have our own specialities, whatever you call it. And I'm going to be who I am. I'm a love coach. I'm Lisa Loves Souls. I love all souls. If you're out there feeling sad and feeling upset about what's ever happened to you, traumatized and robbed you of your beauty, robbed you of your money, robbed you of your sanity, gave you strokes, whatever, beat your face in, your nose is sideways, and you feel less of a person, it's okay. Remember that I love you. Then you should love yourself. And whoever did that to you, they'll get their moment. And remember, if you're a Christian, that's great too. If you believe in whatever you believe, higher power, I believe in all of it. I believe in Buddha. I believe in higher power. I believe in God. I believe in ancestors. I believe in it all. It all goes together. Enough said. But just remember, whatever happened to you is a reason for you to learn empathy, to heal and help others. Once you get through your pain like me, you will want to heal and help others to not feel so alone. And then we'll build that kind of a community and we'll be stronger than ever. And we don't worry if anybody likes the way we look or if we're smart or whatever. We've built a community of people that love us at our soul level. That's why I'm Lisa Love Souls. We are supposed to love each other at a soul level. Love and life. In life, no matter what anybody does to you, it's about them. I know it's hard to do that. I've been teaching that in some of my podcasts and Facebooks. And some people, the more that you do not react, will just keep doing things until they can take every bit of peace and light away from you because they're demonic. And it's hard. But that's why now I'm learning more and more ways to heal myself and calm myself. And that's why I'd like to build my sanctuary around people that need that. in life you cannot control other people's behavior the only thing you can do is try to control the way that you react to them because they know you usually react and then they'll do it do it do it till you finally do so I'm sorry even like with dogs they tell you to turn your back on them ignore them when they act bad but it's kind of hard when somebody hacks your phone hacks your laptop Hacks your whole life, literally disturbs your peace, steals identity. Those are things that you cannot just turn your back to and say, okay. So they know you have to do something in a reaction and it just keeps going on. Like with me, 
I'm not going to react anymore. I'm just going to really find the legal ways to make it stop. And I had to get a lot more matured, a lot more, you know, stressed out, even worse than I was ever yelling. Because I'm just done. It's disturbing my peace. I have a heart of gold and I care about everyone. But every time I try to help anyone, they always hurt me. Every time I ever try to reach out, communicate, and connect with other cultures, they always hurt me. Some people will say that, well, you're not, you're prejudiced. No, I'm, I'm afraid of them because they are. I want the whole world to be kind to each other and we all deserve peace. And we could all have unity if we could just trust each other not hold grudges at each other over racial discrimination that went on how many years ago and keep it going by insanity I don't like some music because it's vulgar about women wouldn't matter who is singing it that gets out of context for some people because they assume that means that I don't like any culture that's not me and what I like no I just don't like any music anymore after I've gotten to my peace, my mind, my yoga, my sanctuary, in my head, what I want after what I've been through, the drama. I never realized how much it just felt good to listen to stuff that was pleasant, uplifting, kind, peaceful, educational. And the rat race in the world, the way they're all so shallow, instant gratification, running around trying to get this, that, this, that. I used to be like that. And I spent a lot of my life miserable, never satisfied, not gratitude, not peace, not nothing. Just always running around competing with the Joneses and trying to one-up everybody because that's what everybody did. Now I just want peace. They could say it's old age. I can say it's knowledge. I think it's emotional intelligence that it's just not worth it to me, you know. Yeah, I could be dressed up, go to a nice event, if it's something that I'll never see anywhere else. Or, a, a, you know, a person that's famous, I really, really would love to see in concert or something. But with a table now, and a VIP, or with a situation where I could just kind of watch the show and feel safe. I'm just different. There's too much drama in the world and the people that just don't have any scruples, integrity, and they don't believe in safety. And then you are at their mercy when you go out in public and whatever they're going to do. Now you're in their drama, no matter if you like it or not, because you're at a community place trying to get along with the people you've never met before and trying to have fun. And I used to think that was great. Sagittarius, ooh, life in the party, let's go to where all the people are. My grandpa, my ex-husband, my son, my dad would always be like, you know, a few people, but not too many people. I can't stand all that crowd, all that drama. And I thought, you think, why? They're aware, they're awakened, they see it all. And I've been for years, but not as much as I am now, the last three to five years. And I'm glad there's been a lot of situations where I should end up dead or should end up who knows what. And I made it through because I was chosen not to be hurt. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But now I'm just happy with the simple stuff and protection in peace and just things that I know that I can be as safe as I possibly can and learn all I can, teach all I can. I'm just different. I'm more like a philosopher now, a Sagittarius philosopher. 
this on a bed. So to me, I love the anchor. And I put something out. People want to listen to what they do. If they don't, whatever. On Spotify. I just want the world to be more peace, more of love, more of kindness, more of understanding. Melting into each other in a way where they respect each other's boundaries, mixed with respect each other's beliefs and such. But they don't hurt each other. And they don't hurt children, of course, because no matter what, that's a no-no, no matter if you're into or not, you can't do that. You can't hurt elders, you can't hurt babies, because they didn't get a choice. The elders are senile, can't know what you're doing, the young ones don't have a choice, they don't like it. But other than that, free will. Like what you want, eat what you want, sleep where you want, live where you want, wear whatever you want, have your color, your hair, whatever you want, shave your head, I don't care. As long as you're not hurting each other, and you spend a life being kind and thoughtful and mindful, as they would say, of other people. That's all I want to say. Love and light. Have a good evening. Signing out. Lisa Loves. Yeah, I'm sitting out here in the, in the pool area with my puppy, and she's so cute. She's just not used to Mama being out here in the pool and chilling and this and that. And we're just chilling. She's on my little floaty because she can be calm. My other dog's mad that I'm in the house. He can't sit in the floaty. So I think I'm going to get little wave boards or little boards for him. You know what I mean? The float, little floaties that they can sit up on that they would just be as happy as heck. They need to make doggy floaties, like literally. And I think they do. I think I've seen them. As a matter of fact, they were at the Aldi's where they could just put the little vest on. But that's if you want them to really float in a big pool. I got a tiny pool. But they don't like going in the water, but they like being out here with me. But this is cool for her because she doesn't break it. But I tell you what, my animal, my boy dog, does not like water at all. He is so mad at me right now that I got him wet. He's in the house right now. He's just yelling at me, barking and snarling because I got him wet. But you know what? I'm just trying to be good to him. But I'm just saying, in life, you got to have fun with everybody. you got to you know, live your life the way you want to live it. you got to move forward. you got to not let nobody bully you, nobody control you, nobody stand in your way of your dreams, your aura, your persona your heart, your soul. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you're not doing anything to harm other people, you should be able to have free will to say and do whatever you feel. We all should have free freedom of speech, free will. That's the way the world should go around. That's all I wanted to say. I wanted to make this one short and sweet, and I'm going to go and take my puppy in the house, get my other one quiet. Just a little short tidbit. There'll be more to come. Love and light. Yeah, it's me. I'm going to hook this up to Spotify and everything tomorrow. I'm going to start building stuff, but I just had to sit today and watch other creators for a minute. And you know what? I got all kinds of different things I'm going to create. I got the paints. I got the, you know, bedazzle stuff. I even got the iron-on pink, hot pink. But I just wanted to look at everything, you know. And really, honestly, all bull malarkey aside, I had to go to a good bull. And I don't like going on Sundays because there's so many people there. Monday normally is busy. And I'm going to go get me some new shirts. And I'm going to put some iron on it and I'm going to start being creative I got a couple items I'm going to paint unicorns whatever and I'm just going to show me a creativity and get back into that it's been a long time since I've really built some stuff and done like I used to I don't know it's just weird it was like I really was that person all the time but I've been going through a lot of hacking people tear my life apart breaking my spirit or trying to that I didn't focus on what was important, I just block it out. Now I'm going to. I'm going to tweak my creativity and I'm going to start making stuff old school. Then I'll just show it on Facebook. Maybe sell it on Marketplace. Not sure. Anybody's out there, you know, love and light, love you. Make sure that you always take care.
care of your creative side and enlightenment. And never let anyone, I'm sorry, I got the yawns, I can't sleep tonight. Never let anybody take your shine. Mother mine. Yes, in life, you have to do what makes you happy and feed your soul, know your passion. Sometimes trauma in life, no matter what kind it is, relationship, family, whatever it is, you realize who your friends are and who really cared about you. And I'm so glad the trauma happened to me in a sense because it made me wake up and realize how much time I've wasted on people that didn't care about me. So just remember that when you're out running around thinking you want to hit, hit hook up here, hook up there, whatever you're doing. Are you really making valuable memories? Are you really making the choices that are going to be the good memories and the things that you'll have in your head forever as a good blessing? Or are you going to regret half the stuff you've done because you didn't think it through? You did it with instant gratification, alcohol, drugs, whatever. And you didn't think it through to find out, is this really what I want to do with me? Is this the really the best person for me to connect with in the soul level? So you can remember that everyone that you connect with, whether it be online, in person, whatever it is, intimacy... They do take from you. They do tarnish and or take light from you. You have to build it back. Yes, you can get it back. And yes, if you have healing capabilities and you're naturally a healer, intuitive, they're going to hate you and be threatened by you. And they may just try to connect to you just to drain you. I've learned that several times. And I try to just be friends with everyone because... That's who I am, a Sagittarius moon. Sometimes people only make friends with you just to drain you or just to compete or just to destroy you. And the problem is, they don't like themselves. Remember that. It's too sad that this world, that we all have to be like completely careful of who we connect with. We can only follow like on several social platforms. All the creators said you learned a lesson, didn't you? You cannot be public and just try to engage with everyone because not everyone is your friend and everyone is, has good intentions. You can't heal everyone. Sometimes people that are very broken and very dark do not like healers and they will hurt you and come at you as spiritual attack you. So remember that. The more you become light, the more you become a good person, better version of yourself. The haters and the vampires will try to destroy you. Don't let them. Just remember to pray more for them, but do not connect with them at a soul energy level. Connect with them at a nonchalant, like you would at a party that you don't know somebody, and they offer you a drink, and you say no. She don't know if they put a drug in it. You say, I'll chat with you, but I can go get my own drink. And you make sure you know them at a soul level before you connect too much in energy, especially in intimacy of the bedroom or otherwise. Really know a soul, and I've learned. It took me a long time to come back from this trauma from this person, not because of money, which he told everybody. Because of his soul. It was so dark and so evil. And I'd never seen so much evil until I connected to his soul. And it touched me in a way that I now am very careful. At first I was tra traumatized that I met a soul and I wanted to go on and on about how I met a soul and I want to heal everybody. But I didn't get what that meant. The reason why I want to heal everybody is because my intuitive, wonderful light knew he was evil, and now I want to protect everybody from that. I can't protect everybody, but I can teach you ways to protect yourself. That's why you don't get intimate with random people, because random people are spiritual vampires, and they are very good at what they do.
they make it a, a game to them to be superior and sit on a throne while the energy suck the life out of people that are light. Because they want people to go to them to get that light. They want to be the alpha and they want to be the one that knows everything more than anyone and they want everybody to go to them and work underneath them. And they think for a minute that they're threatened by your presence of light that you might start in your own community. They will take you down. I have a few people now that I follow on my social platform that I know are not like that. And I'm learning the hard way to just be careful and not connect to just everyone. Have a wonderful day out there. This is Lisa Love Soul signing out. And I'm not sad today. I'm in good spirits. But the only thing that I am sad about is that I just wish the world had more love than hate. And I get so angry and so upset and so take it personal when people don't care. I'm, that's my lesson that I'm learning every day is that you can't take it personal. So I want to teach it to others. That's what they want you to do. That's their way of breaking you down, breaking your light down, your goodness down. Because their darkness is threatened by it. Don't let it happen. Love and light. Yeah, in life, a lot of people under, misunderstand me, and I want to build my YouTube around where I'm at and my channels, and I'm going to be who I am. I'm a healer of souls. And everybody's like, what does that mean? That You don't have a certificate and all that? No, you don't need that. It's natural. I'm a natural healer. They would call it an Indian shaman. Yes, that's, I think that's what I am. But I'm also mixed with the fact that I believe in my ancestors. That is also included. I also believe in naturalistic healing because of my mother and because of who I am, and I'm Indian, and all the above. My mother never really taught me canning, but my other grandmother did a little bit. My mom's mom did. But my dad did. Imagine that, because he learned from my grandma. I only was around my grandma a few times because she was in Texas and I was in Michigan. That was the Indian grandma I learned all my gifts from. But I learned all that country living and farming and everything from my father. And I loved it. Go mow the lawn, go see all the animals, build forts. Even when I went back to my mom, I'd build forts. I'd be out, you know, country and nature. She'd be like, can you just clean up? Let's go out to eat. I'm like, Mom, I'm having fun doing this. I was kind of a tomboy and nature freak. So it is what it is. You are what you are. But I can also still dress up to the hilt, go to a networking event, be one of those too. Yes. And both. They said that I'm an earth healer. I am. Where I really feel the happiest is in that environment. Nature, peace, calmness, butterflies, sun, soul connections, philosophy, God, all the above. But I also like going to networking events, dressing up and talking to random people and inter intertwining in our stories and sharing our stories, sharing our heart because sometimes in those places and I'm just being real they are longing for nature and closeness and real people because they all they see is people that are about the money the image, the ego they gotta be there because that's who they are they're a movie star or whatever they are networking event but they're longing for that that's why a lot of them get lost and they get caught up because they're really longing for that and that's why they go away from it and they go do that and they become better. Everybody needs nature and holistic healing. So that's what I am. I'm a holistic nature, soul, healer, Indian, chanter, 
I learned to be a healer from my grandmother by putting hands on people and speaking in tongues and just being a natural healer. Now, I love crystals, too, and I love tarot. But if you're a natural healer, it comes from within. It's a gift you've been gifted with. And my soul is the biggest healer that I have because I empathize with people. And I feel everybody's emotion. And everybody says, well, don't, you can't feel everybody's emotion. You can't. Well, those are people that want to feel good all the time. Don't get me wrong. You have to learn how to feel everybody's emotion and heal as many as you can, but not absorb it, which means you cannot take it to heart to the point where you don't function. You can still feel it. You can still feel empathy and feel sadness for them. But then you've got to regenerate and help the next person or as many as you can and not take it personal, their behavior. I never have. My problem was with my ex going forward, that one I fell in love with. That was very, very dark and broken. I made that mistake. I should have kept him as a friend, been his friend only in his dark moments and helped him and still cared, not get entwined and dependent upon him. Now I've learned, no matter what, keep your, as they would say, sovereignty or peace, your consciousness, your care and empathy and humanity for people. Always have your self-independence, no matter what, because you never know what they may do. Then you don't need them at all, whatsoever, which that was the first time in my life I ever needed somebody. They can't hurt you, because you know that they're broken and you don't take a person, but when you're dependent upon them, they can hurt you. Because you confided in something that you shouldn't have because you knew it was broken. And why did you do that? You should have known to be the stronger, independent person you always were. And just be the caretaker again, yet again, one more time. My whole life I was the caretaker, the lover. I took care of everyone, my father, my mother, my kids, everybody. I was always the one, the peacemaker, the healer, the intuitive soul, the teacher. Just who I was. Sometimes loved, sometimes hated, but always in the end, the people that hated me come back later and said, thank you. I, I kind of listened to it. I haven't seen you in a few years. I've changed. And it's that's what I, my job. That's my purpose. That's my life purpose. And even more so, my mother passed. Her soul went through me. I healed her for two years, and she was healthy for holistic healing, eating right, doing everything right. And in the end, when she would not make plans, she told my daughters a different story that no she's picking on me picking on me because that's how she's seen it but that's not true I tried to give her reality and she wasn't ready to see it so she was very angry at me and in the end what's the last thing that she said to me was my daughter I'm so sorry my Lisa you were just trying to help me Please forgive me. I want to make peace. Come here now. And she's all the way in Saginaw, and I'm now in Osco, to Michigan, because they took her to hospice. She kept screaming to me to get away from her, and I was the worst, most horrible pain I've ever been through in my entire life because I was right with her the whole time until the last week of her life. She didn't want nothing to do with me. I, I don't know what it was, but now I, at the end, it's what it was, is that she had such fear that I was trying to take her stuff and didn't love her, and it was never in my head. And then at the end, she knew when she got closer to the ending that my soul was pure and loved her. Only one of the best for her. So remember that. Sometimes fear makes you act crazy towards the ones you love. Fear of loss, fear of not feeling love, fear of not being loved. So then you lash out and you project, don't do that. Because that person might really love you and you might really hurt them.
now that's how they see you as, as someone that hurts them, and they can't forgive that. I mean, they forgive it, but they can't connect again. And then you lose a really good thing that you really didn't want to lose in the first place. And I'm not even talking about near death or, or death. I'm talking about in life. The real truth is your projecting and your personality is actually afraid of loss, fear of closeness, fear of intimacy, fear of attachments. It's called disassociates behavior. Channel it, realize it, fix it, work on it, but don't hurt the ones you love because they're the ones that are going to walk away from you because they cannot deal with it. And you're going to be the one in the end healing alone going, I wish I would have just said how I really felt with compassion and tears instead of screaming and projecting. Have a wonderful Sunday. Peace of love, signing out. Love and light. Yeah, in life. A lot of people misunderstand me, and I want to build my YouTube around where I'm at and my channels, and I'm going to be who I am. I'm a healer of souls. And everybody's like, what does that mean? That You don't have a certificate and all that? No, you don't need that. It's natural. I'm a natural healer. They would call it an Indian shaman. Yes, that's, I think that's what I am. But I'm also mixed with the fact that I believe in my ancestors. That is also included. But I also believe in naturalistic healing because of my mother and because of who I am. And I'm Indian and all the above. My mother never really taught me canning, but my other grandmother did a little bit. My mom's mom did. But my dad did. Imagine that. Because he learned from my grandma. I only was around my grandma a few times because she was in Texas and I was in Michigan. That was the Indian grandma I learned all my gifts from. But I learned all that country living and farming and everything from my father. And I loved it. Go mow the lawn. Go see all the animals. Build forts. Even when I went back to my mom, I'd build forts. I'd be out, you know, country and nature she was like can you just clean up let's go out to eat I'm like mom I'm having fun doing this I was kind of a tomboy and nature freak so it is what it is you are what you are but I can also still dress up to the hilt go to a networking event and be one of those too yes I'm both and they said that I'm an earth healer I am where I really feel the happiest is in that environment nature peace calmness butterflies sun Soul connections, philosophy, God, all the above. But I also like going to networking events, dressing up and talking to random people and inter intertwining in our stories and sharing our stories, sharing our heart. Because sometimes in those places, and I'm just being real, they are longing for nature and closeness in real people because they all they see is people that are about the money, the image, the ego. They got to be there because that's who they are. They're a movie star or whatever they are, networking event. But they're longing for that. That's why a lot of them get lost and they get caught up because they're really longing for that. And that's why they go away from it and they go do that and they become better. Everybody needs nature and holistic healing. So that's what I am. I'm a holistic nature, soul, healer, Indian, chanter. I learned to be a healer for my grandmother by putting hands on people and speaking in tongues and just being a natural healer. Now, I love crystals, too, and I love tarot. But if you're a natural healer, it comes from within. It's a gift you've been gifted with. And my soul is the biggest healer that I have. 
because I empathize with people. And I feel everybody's emotion. Everybody said, well, don't, you can't feel everybody's emotion. You can't. Well, those are people that want to feel good all the time. Don't get me wrong. You have to learn how to feel everybody's emotion and heal as many as you can, but not absorb it, which means you cannot take it to heart to the point where you don't function. You can still feel it. You can still feel empathy and feel sadness for them. Then you got to regenerate and help the next person or as many as you can and not take it personal, their behavior. I never have. My problem was with my ex going forward, that one I fell in love with. That was very, very dark and broken. I made that mistake. I should have kept him as a friend and his friend only in his dark moments and helped him and still cared, not get entwined and dependent upon. Now I've learned, no matter what, keep your, as they would say, sovereignty, your peace, your consciousness, your care and empathy and humanity for people. Always have your self-independence, no matter what, because you never know what they may do. Then you don't need them at all, whatsoever, which that was the first time in my life I ever needed somebody. But they can't hurt you. Because you know that they're broken and you don't take a person. But when you're dependent upon them, they can hurt you. Because you confided in something that you shouldn't have because you knew it was broken. And why did you do that? You should have known to be the stronger, independent person you always were. And just be the caretaker again, yet again, one more time. My whole life I was the caretaker, the lover. I took care of everyone, my father, my mother, my kids, everybody. I was always the one, the peacemaker, the healer, the intuitive soul, the teacher, it's who I was. Sometimes loved, sometimes hated, but always in the end, the people that hated me come back later and said, thank you. I, I kind of listened to it. I haven't seen you in a few years. I've changed. And it's that's what I, my job. That's my purpose. That's my life purpose. And even more so, my mother passed. Her soul went through me. I healed her for two years, and she was healthy for holistic healing, eating right, doing everything right. And in the end, when she would not make plans, she told my daughters a different story that no she's picking on me picking on me because that's how she's seen it but that's not true I tried to give her reality and she wasn't ready to see it so she was very angry at me and in the end what's the last thing that she said to me was my daughter I'm so sorry my Lisa you were just trying to help me Please forgive me. I want to make peace. Come here now. And she's all the way in Saginaw, and I'm now in Oscoda, Michigan, because they took her to hospice. She kept screaming to me to get away from her, and I was the worst, most horrible pain I've ever been through in my entire life because I was right with her the whole time until the last week of her life. She didn't want nothing to do with me. I, I don't know what it was, but now I, at the end, it's what it was, is that she had such fear that I was trying to take her stuff and didn't love her, and it was never in my head. And then at the end, she knew when she got closer to the ending that my soul was pure and loved her. Only one of the best for her, so remember that. Sometimes fear makes you act crazy towards the ones you love. Fear of loss, fear of not feeling love, fear of not being loved. So then you lash out and you project, don't do that. Because that person might really love you and you might really hurt them. And now that's how they see you as, as someone that hurts them and they can't forgive that. I mean, they forgive it, but they can't connect again and then you lose a really good thing that you really didn't want to lose in the first place and I'm not even talking about near death or, or death I'm talking about in life the real truth is your projecting and your personality is actually afraid of loss fear of closeness fear of intimacy fear of 
attachments. It's called disassociates behavior. Channel it, realize it, fix it, work on it. But don't hurt the ones you love because they're the ones that are going to walk away from you because they cannot deal with it. And you're going to be the one in the end healing alone going, I wish I would have just said how I really felt with compassion and tears instead of screaming and projecting. Have a wonderful Sunday. Peace and love. Signing out. Love and light. Yeah, in life, things happen to good people. They do not have control over what happens to them. Sometimes they could be the person that caused it and they don't even know it. Or they could be having people drawn to them because they're a light. And these people are really, really dying for some sort of light. But at the same time, intimidated by anybody that's light. So you'll find yourself with a lot of different things that will happen to you, around you, or otherwise. That just, when you're not completely, shall I say, I want to use the word awakened only. Aware life lessons, intuitive, use your gut, all the above, and take a, you know, step back and observe, evaluate, reflect how you should react. Wouldn't the world be a better place? Instead, we do have a tendency as humans to take everything personal, worry what other people think, Try to keep up with the Joneses. Not me, per se, because I went through my process. But when I was younger, yes. But even when I was younger, it was never really like that. It was more about I wanted to go make everybody happy and smile and you know, dress up really pretty. And, you know, if I was doing the party, planning the party, which I've done, make it really pretty, whatever. But at the same time, there was times when I believed the best out of people just because I, I was. So that's what people do sometimes. And they think they can fix somebody and make somebody better. Because they think love is all that that person needs or, you know, maybe you're just so strong of a person or healer, you can make that person better. But you try, like me, per se, few people in my life, and it just backfires. But what you got to learn is, being a spiritual coach, life coach that I am, you can't take that stuff personal. The more they're mean to you is the more you're getting to them to feel again, usually. That means you're, it's working what you're doing, and it scares them. Because they spend a lot of their years in life being numb, comfortably numb, addictions or otherwise, to keep it that way. Food, doesn't matter what it is, to deny what they really feel or the pain they really experience, to just run from the drama instead of face it head on. And when they see in you as somebody that's just happy, happy, so they resent you because they figure you've never had what I've had, but then they don't know. So that's why I try to share my story about what I've been through and all the things. Not because I want to whine, lament, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want people to understand that I'm coming from that space. I'm coming from that spot or that place in my heart, soul, life, whatever. And I went through the layers. I went through the process. That's why I am the way that I am. And I'm now trying to be a life coach with my natural life lessons mixed with my intuitive and my soul love for broken, traumatized souls. By the means, I am not a psychiatrist and or a mental health counselor, but I can tell you ways to try to make yourself feel better, ways to love yourself, ways to get up, motivate each day and every day, be about something to better your life, no matter how hard it is to try to do it. Think of other things, love yourself, go back and hug the person that really honestly 
if it was so full of love, love of itself and healed, would have it even been with the second, third, or maybe fourth partner that was awful to them? Sometimes you keep going and picking the wrong partner and getting the wrong situation. It's normally nine times out of ten you are not healthy enough to feel adequate enough to get somebody that is healthy because you feel you're not and you know you're not. So you settle for someone that's more like you to assimilate the pain and have some sort of a trauma bind or an assimilation in a relationship. But normally, if you're ready to heal, you're going to heal yourself. But other people are not ready, and you can't force that. And the more you try to, the more you end up with conflict in a relationship that you just wanted to have assimilation and love and empathy of each other. Some people have a rough time with that. They need to figure it out on their own and decide at their own free will when they want to heal their own layers. You can make suggestions, like me being a life coach. I can hope and pray that the people I make suggestions and teachings to listen and apply, but if they do not, I am not supposed to, as a coach, force my will on them and break boundaries and not give them the choice of free will. It's always about free will. Now, unless they're hurting children or hurting people, then I might have to step in and get authorities, but... If they're only doing destructive little silly addiction behavior, then they're an adult that can only give suggestions. That's all I have right now. Lisa Loves, signing out. Yeah, in life, things happen to good people. They do not have control over what happens to them. Sometimes they could be the person that caused it and they don't even know it, or... They could be having people drawn to them because they're a light, and these people are really, really dying for some sort of light, but at the same time, intimidated by anybody that's light. So you'll find yourself with a lot of different things that will happen to you, around you, or otherwise, that just, when you're not completely, shall I say, I want to use the word awakened only, aware, life lessons, intuitive, use your gut, all the above. And take a you know step back and observe, evaluate, reflect how you should react. Wouldn't the world be a better place? Instead, we do have a tendency as humans to take everything personal, worry what other people think, try to keep up with the Joneses. Not me per se, because I went through my process, but when I was younger, yes. But even when I was younger, it was never really like that. It was more about... I wanted to go make everybody happy and smile and you know, dress up really pretty. And, you know, if I was doing the party, planning the party, which I've done, make it really pretty, whatever. But at the same time, there was times when I believed the best out of people just because I, I was. So that's what people do sometimes. And they think they can fix somebody and make somebody better. Because they think love is all that that person needs or, you know. Maybe you're just so strong of a person or healer, you can make that person better. But you try, like me, per se, few people in my life, and it just backfires. But what you got to learn is, being a spiritual coach, life coach that I am, you can't take that stuff personal. The more they're mean to you is the more you're getting to them to feel again, usually. That means you're, it's working what you're doing, and it scares them. Because they spend a lot of their years in life being numb, comfortably numb, addictions or otherwise, to keep it that way. Food, doesn't matter what it is. 
to deny what they really feel or the pain they really experience, to just run from the trauma instead of face it on. And what they see in you is somebody that's just happy, happy, so they resent you because they figure you've never had what I've had, but then they don't know. So that's why I try to share my story about what I've been through and all the things, not because I want to whine, lament, and you know, blah, blah, blah. I want people to understand that I'm coming from that space. I'm coming from that spot or that place in my heart, soul, life, whatever. And I went through the layers. I went through the process. That's why I am the way that I am. And I'm now trying to be a life coach with my natural life lessons mixed with my intuitive and my soul love for broken, traumatized souls. By the means, I am not a psychiatrist and or a mental health counselor. But I can tell you ways to try to make yourself feel better, ways to love yourself, ways to get up, motivate each day and every day, be about something to better your life, no matter how hard it is to try to do it. Think of other things. Love yourself. Go back and hug the person that really, honestly, if it was so full of love and love of itself and healed, would have it even been with the second, third, or maybe fourth partner that was awful to them? Sometimes if you keep going and picking the wrong partner and getting the wrong situation, it's normally nine times out of ten you are not healthy enough to feel adequate enough to get somebody that is healthy because you feel you're not and you know you're not. So you settle for someone that's more like you to assimilate the pain and have some sort of a trauma bind or an assimilation in a relationship. But normally if you're ready to heal, you're going to heal yourself. But other people are not ready and you can't force that. And the more you try to, the more you end up with conflict in a relationship that you just wanted to have a simulation and love and empathy of each other. Some people have a rough time with that. They need to figure it out on their own and decide at their own free will when they want to heal their own layers. You can make suggestions, like me being a life coach. I can hope and pray that the people I make suggestions and teachings to listen and apply. But if they do not, I... I'm not supposed to, as a coach, force my will on them and break boundaries and not give them the choice of free will. It's always about free will. Now, unless they're hurting children or hurting people, then I might have to step in and get authorities. But if they're only doing destructive little silly addiction behavior, then they're an adult that can only give suggestions. That's all I have right now. Lisa Loves, signing out.